A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Ah, welcome to the DNA Airways. You never know what you're going to get. You never know who's going to do the intro. Today is me. I'm your host, Dariki. I'm joined with my partner in crime, Anthony Lewis. How you doing today, sir? I'm good, man. Today is me. My name is Dariki. Was that planned? Okay, relax. 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 I don't like this energy. (laughs) All right, I'll let it build slowly. Organic. Keep on going. You're doing well, man. No, you continue. I don't want to talk anymore. You introduce our guest. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> cool, man. Well, actually, I'm glad I got the the honor and the privilege to introduce this guy because before I even say your name, man, I uh, is it too much energy? What's happening, man? Just no, I like it. Keep it going. Keep no, it going. No, but this is a real. This is a real one because. Okay, tell me. Uh, I don't know when it was. Let's say about ten ish, twelve ish years ago. The okay. first time I came out to this show called Project Sound. My mind. What was, is Project Sound for people that don't know? Oh man, I can't get into all. It, it's a show. It was live music that was happening in, in the city. Um, okay. And there was a band there, a very special band, very special to Toronto and beyond. But it was the first time I walked into a room and I heard live music or just music in general. And it was right. three people, but it sounded like there were 12 people. It's just this. Fullness okay. and depth. We'll talk about it some more because I'll get carried away and yeah, I'll forget for sure. to introduce the whole reason why we're <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. But uh, tonight we're we're talking with Joanne Clark. How you doing, man? Good, hey, good, man. good to be cool, here. Man. Yeah, <laughs> man. So I, I'm excited about this one because as I was saying, this project sound thing, and like the first time I heard you play, I was just like, man, it just it changed my. Th- understanding and perspective of what i understood uh music to really be and i and i mean oh, that wow. too. yeah 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 wow that's that's for real man i'm gonna i'm gonna drop a few things on you here and there throughout this but man yeah good <laughs> good to have you with us great to be here up? what you been up to man oh How's your summer man been? my summer has been insane summer 2020 2022 yeah, no, you lose track. <laughs> that sounds crazy i know it's a tongue twister yeah, yeah. uh no it's been it's been wild uh there's just been so many things happening so many gigs uh i was actually booked without even knowing it i was actually booked like the whole summer without even knowing like i play a part of a I, i'm a part of a wedding band and okay. uh called soul power yeah and Uh, gotcha and i've been working with them for years uh and um like a lot of years like 10 years or so yeah and we we had been working um like they send us dates and we're like yeah sure okay i'll do it i'll do it you know what i'm saying and like before i knew it like my whole summer like almost every saturday was gone 
you know, so, uh, Saturdays and Sundays were gone. Some Fridays, some Thursdays, like, yeah. Uh, yeah summer, think yeah. now that things things have opened up, it's like, yeah, everyone's just having events and weddings. Just crazy amount of weddings right now. So, it's making yeah, us for the last time, man. Yeah, no, seriously, it's just like it went from obviously, you know, what it was, nothing to <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to now like, oh, all right, the gates are open, let's go, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so everyone, yeah. people were holding off from, or people who had to postpone and all those kind of things, right? So yeah, it's so been so. it's been a wild, wild summer. It's like triple time, and then you got um, you have Honey Jam coming up too, right? Yes, yes, August eighteenth. Honey Jam. Honey Jam is, it's a all-female showcase. Um, it's just celebrating female artistry from uh, actually all across Canada. I was going to say Toronto, but it's actually all across Canada. Yeah, we always yeah, have, yeah. Um, I've had the privilege of being a part of it for probably, I think this might be my seventh year possibly. So yeah. I've been I've been house band that's and true, more true. recently, the past couple of years, I've been a musical director. So that's been um a step up for me and um right. it's been really it's been really amazing it's a nice. it's a really great show so if you if you get a chance check it out uh honey jam 2022 and Dope. yeah um yeah <laughs> is it it's just fully live right is it streaming as well i believe it's streaming okay, yeah cool. i believe it's streaming it's gonna cool. be uh it's held at the elmo combo big big venue okay. oh yeah. okay yeah very famous venue very exactly famous venue. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah that's congratulations dope. on that's that dope, what man. date is that or is there a date range um the date is august 18th so that's the day of the the evening of the show i believe it starts at 8 p.m don't quote me okay. on that but uh <laughs> i'll be there all day <laughs> okay so if you're early if you're early yeah. uh, you'll, you'll, if anyone shows up early he'll be there yeah, yeah exactly you'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see me exactly wow that's dope, man. And actually, you know, this has been a this has been a cool day for um, Dariki and I because we have we spoke to another um, kind of big MD as well earlier today, and I kind of it's interesting because you're uh, let me say you're one of my favorite Canadian musical director producer types, and uh, same goes oh, for this other gentleman. Race. Yeah. Wow. Thank this, you. I appreciate that. Other gentleman he doesn't give out compliments often, I promise you. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that's... Wow. Wait, hold, I don't even know how to take that. I know. You're, I knew you were going to react to that. I like, wait, to right. good thing? <laughs> that means they have more value on that when I deliver. I don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. They mean more when you when you deliver them. Okay, sure. cool. It's just it's just facts, though. Um, so, yeah, oh, it's okay, cool. Okay. I want to kind of ask you some questions just about, like, your process and how you yeah. see the role as of being a musical director. Um, mm. And maybe I'll ask you similar questions to what I asked the other gentleman too. Um, just as far as how you prepare yourself, also how you prepare and select your band and people. Wait, one at a time. What did I you? You're overloading it with questions. <laughs> this is the same question. I was actually, I was, li I was literally typing it right now. I was just, <laughs> oh, just to make sure. <laughs> okay, it, it's all it preparation. All. <laughs> how you prepare yourself and as well how you prepare your band. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, hmm. Prepare myself. Wow. Uh, I try to, I just, I just try to get a hold, uh, get ahead of things. Um, that's a okay. big thing getting ahead. Cause like, it's easy to fall behind on things. Um, right. and like, feel like you're always playing catch up and like, <laughs> it's yeah. like, Oh no, I forgot about this or I oh, forgot to do yeah, this. Yeah. Um, 
I guess specifically a show like Honey Jam um, is is more challenging because there's way more moving pieces. Uh, yeah, when sure. you're just dealing with one artist, it's it, you're only dealing with, you know, a smaller amount of people. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with the artists, you know, maybe their management, things like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, when you're dealing with like a showcase where you're dealing with multiple artists, um, it's uh, it, it is it's challenging because now you're dealing with you know, upwards of 15 different artists plus, right, yeah. you know, plus uh, Ebony Rowe who puts the whole thing on, which is like she's been killing it for all these years and constantly putting out, even through the pandemic, she's put it on, which has been amazing, a very strong woman. Yeah, um, no kidding. Yeah. And uh, so it's like communicating with her and her team and things like that. So it's like so many people to communicate with. Of course, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's just really trying to um just trying to get a system going where it's like okay what do i got to do you know itemize things i have oh my gosh i have so many uh what to-do lists on my (laughs) on my phone like (laughs) like every day i have a to-do list okay contact this person contact that person you know what i'm saying Uh, more more recently um i i got my wife involved in helping me just kind of organize things um just because like you know uh, no man is an island you know what i'm saying so it's like and I'm like, oh, like these days I'm just realizing how important it is, like having a team. Um, Also, being a part of teams has really made that come to light, you know, um, with playing with like artists like Daniel Caesar and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, and working with like Matthew Barnett. Yep. And it's like, yeah. It's gotta, uh gotta keep it yeah together, seeing keep it seeing together. seeing the way people work it's just like wow okay like yeah that makes so much sense because like to be honest like um I I guess I deal with things on like a smaller level like I'm not Matthew Burnett you know what I'm saying uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's done he's done amazing for himself and I'm so proud I always support him yeah uh, just in anything I'm always there just trying yeah. to support because. Um, like he's really kind of like just put it on for Canada, you know what I'm saying? Like he's right, really made right. made a way for himself. And the the thing I admire so much about him is just, um, you know, he has a small team that he works with, and mm-hmm. just seeing them the way they work with each other is just like it's really amazing to see. And it's it's you know, um, it was one of the more professional experiences that I've had. Most professional experiences that, that I've had in my career was nice. working with him. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so, so I try to be like, okay, uh, yeah, like, you know, thinking about that experience and try and like, you know, in, put some of that in what I'm doing and stuff like that to right. kind of prepare, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just mentally just, I don't know, like, I'm just used to just diving into things to be honest, That's <laughs> like the, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Cause like, you never know how things are going to turn out and it's. To be honest, like the organizational part is always the most stressful part, right? It's like right. the music part is like, ah, like we started you, rehearsals and I was like, you know, with the band and, you know, I was listening back to some of the recordings because I, I, I actually multi-track recorded the band this time rehearsals, in rehearsals. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got to like really go back and, you know, work on some of the arrangements and things like that. And hmm. yeah, it was just like this is the part this is my favorite part right, yeah, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah in my element now the ideas are going they're moving everything you know what i'm saying um yeah like i just kind of like just dive into it and just try to uh 
answer fulfill all the requirements that are asked of me i guess that's that's an easier way to do it right because it's uh you can kind of get overwhelmed sometimes because there's so many things to do um but it really does help when you're working with someone that actually kind of knows what they're looking for um and that's how the honey jam situation is and um and just other other artists that i've worked with and md and stuff like that it's that helps you kind of give you some direction to kind of get started on something you know what i'm saying right yeah yeah so for honey jam you're doing original music, right? The artist's original yes. songs. Are you yes. doing these songs as recorded, or is this a case where you're doing arrangements? Um, with this, I guess my my personal approach and philosophy is just uh, is to start is to build a foundation. So like the foundation is their song as right. is, and then if there's anything that kind of comes from that then we'll kind of embellish it, you know what I'm saying? And go, and go from there. But the foundation is really just like, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's, everybody learns the song. All right, let's, let's play it through a couple of times, see what we feel, see, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and go from there. Okay. Uh, that's a huge thing for me. Um, just because, and then also a thing that I guess some people don't think of is that like, well, these are new artists, right? right. So yep. it's not like they've been on tour for the past you know, year and everyone's right. seen their show already and knows the songs and whatever. Like they're still at that process where they're um, they're putting their song out there and people are getting to know it, right? So yeah, if we yeah. come in and just completely make it unrecognizable, <laughs> right, right, right. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not purpose. really. It's it's kind of like doing things a little bit prematurely. You know what I'm saying? True, so yeah, yeah. um, so that's kind of like my personal approach is like to build from you know what the record is and yep. then you know, expand on that. Yeah, no, that's a a great way of looking at it, especially when you're dealing with newer artists, right? Because like you had said, it's really hard for anyone to get attached to their music if you're going and rearranging it, you know, for one of the first times people get to hear. How, how, I I don't know how to say this, but how much experience do you think is required from a musician before you would even consider hiring them as part of you know the uh team or part of the band wow um to be honest it's there's no uh there's no set number or time frame or anything like that it's really it's really your ability and like kind of where you're at you know what i'm saying like if where you're at is something that's workable then I'll I'll deal with that. You know what I'm saying. So um, their credentials don't necessarily matter, is what you're saying. No, or is all, like experience more important. Like, it, say they might not be as technical as say an Anthony, but they've played with you know some pretty big bands and held their own. Would that be better, or would it be better for them to really be you know technically sound? I think technically is probably the biggest thing because right. uh, I guess as an MD, you're putting a band together based on. Uh, what the needs are for this particular artist and Got things you. like that, right? So, like, a yeah. particular skill set <clears throat> that somebody else might have uh, might not fit this artist, but it might fit a different artist, right? right. So, okay. yeah. um, so you have to be uh, mindful of those things, you know, and kind of, like, put together a package that works for the artist. Like, right. and any 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 artists that you've ever seen that you really enjoy, it's like, that's kind of like what's happened was like, you know, those musicians and everybody like, those are the right people for the job. You know what I'm saying? And it's very obvious when it's not the right person for the job (laughs) because, you know, you'll start to just 
they'll stick out in some way, shape, or form, whether or not it's uh, the way they play or the way they look. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. Yeah. Um, you know, if I come to a R&B gig with chains and, <laughs> you know, super skinny tight jeans, you know what I'm saying? Eye makeup, yeah. 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 you know, my hair and a mohawk, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like it might not be this the right Prime. fit. Maybe and guitar yeah. player, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, guitar players can get away with that, right? Because yeah, you know, everyone true. just wants them to solo. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's finding the right fit for sure. Yeah, you're talking about you mentioned um, like the technical side of things, but we haven't really mentioned the feel side. Mm, and this is a question right. I have yeah, for yeah. you based on your own playing. I'm gotcha. curious. Where do you think? How much of what you play is technical versus feel? Oh, for me, it's all feel. Mm, um, I, knew that. <laughs> I do work on my I work on my technicalities. Yeah. But when it comes to playing, it's what I feel. Like right. that's it. It has nothing to do with anything else. Um yeah, and like I've had to actually think about this more now because I actually started um I started teaching um again it's been on and off for like years but (laughs) i actually like uh i started teaching again because i i was just trying to figure out my teaching style and what i actually have to offer and things like that and i find it's it's a feel thing for me like okay like what is my approach it made me start to kind of like analyze what do i do um and i get questions on those kind of things all the time right um so yeah it's definitely like 100 percent feel like (laughs) like as long as i could like get the notes out or be fast enough technically and all those things that's cool but it's like music is something that's felt like and for me personally i guess with bass and even with my bass tone and stuff like that like i want to be felt more than heard Mm, you know what i'm saying that's yeah yeah, like i want to be that's what i go for i want to be felt like because i i find the, the artists or bass players that have moved me over the years mm-hmm. are are the ones that it just feels so good. Like, it's like, wow, this just feels amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, everyone knows Pino, uh, you know, Pino Paladino, yeah. right? I, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Sorry if I messed it up. Oh, but he, you know, he played on a, a lot of the De- uh, like all the D'Angelo stuff and like yeah, right. uh, even some John Mayer stuff and whatever. And it's just like, like it's just the feel. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. wow, this just feels so good. Like, and um, yeah. So for me, also a big thing for me that I realize is that um, the average person doesn't care about your technicalities. Right. That's true. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. not to say not to say don't learn technical <laughs> things. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to playing and we're presenting music to people, yep. people, mm-hmm. it's a feeling, it right? Is. They don't right. know if I did a major scale or minor scale or a pentatonic or whatever. They don't right. know any of those things. They don't care about that. You know, yeah, and some people listen enough. for different things. Some people, some people are like, oh, I really hear the bass. I love hearing bass. And other people are like, oh, I really love hearing guitar. And some people are like, right. I love yeah, hearing yeah. drums. And everyone sure. kind of like likes music for different things. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they so don't sure. know what the hell they're doing. But, <laughs> but it's like they like the way it makes them feel. Right. right. So, no. so for me, it's like, okay, how do I, how can I make this? like feel really good and 
that's a whole journey in itself in feeling good but uh yeah. like you know yeah. what i'm saying and how you do that but um yeah i've had my journey over the years and yeah, <laughs> yeah, accomplishing yeah. that but yeah it's it's all about feel because even um yeah some of my favorite players that i i I started listening to bass in the first place. Like I was right. playing drums at first drums. It was like, Oh, this guy really feels amazing. Like I wanted to sound like that. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, feel. Yeah, yeah. feel bass player. Oh, he sounds crazy. Like I want to feel like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's yeah. feel right. That's so what translates. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's interesting. And actually, as you were talking, I was for some reason sitting here trying to justify my opening statement about that. Uh, just walking into that room and hearing you uh, and Jason Larmond and those guys playing. No, I just, I think I, I think I got it down though. I think I realized what it is. And I want to ask you, I don't know if you've considered this or if you know this about your playing or if anyone else has brought this up. Hopefully I'm the first to say it in this way, but I feel like when you play, it's, it's not so much the notes. In a lot of cases, I think what has the real impact is the space between the notes and the yes. way that you place those spaces. And I think that's really that's a big part of your your style is that something that, that you're is fully like, aware of or did i just oh i'm mind? very aware Damn, of that I'm trying to blame like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's it's crazy it's like man like i want to play the least notes as possible like that's that's kind of like yeah that's that's my thing is like and obviously that's kind of you know exaggerating but right but yeah i get it you know, it, it comes down to that feel thing. It's like, I want, like, I want these notes to, to count. Right. And if I'm, yeah. if I'm just playing a bunch of notes, you know, I don't know if those count or not or whatever, but like, if I pick my spots, right. they're more effective, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rather yeah. than just giving you an onslaught of things that I'm doing and whatever. Um, so that's, sure. that, that's been like my personal thing. And, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm always like, I'm always appreciative when people point that out because that's exactly what I feel and what I go for, you know. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. That makes sense. Speaking of going for things, what made you decide to go from like a world-class musician to challenging yourself now to becoming a musical director? Like I always wondered that. Like mm. I'm sure the money is probably better, but <laughs> I just as a as Some, a musician, sometimes. what makes you go? I want more work, right? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but what what made you want to take on that challenge in the first place? Um I feel like it's something that you're kind of like called to do to be honest like really it's like okay. you know yeah there's people that are leaders there's people that are sure. meant to be team players and stuff like that right. um and i love being a team player um like i i enjoy like if 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 someone else is md i'll i'll gladly support what's going on do you judge um, their mding though um no. <laughs> i try not to okay, i try not, i try honest, not to but honest. honestly like I, i'm a big person of order so like i don't i don't overstep like i don't like you know Good. suggest yep. things or try to override whatever like i'm not that guy like right. i will not i refuse to do that i don't believe in that so um i will go along with whatever the md wants if they if they ask me you know for you know an opinion on something then i'll I'll definitely give that or if you can or if we have a conversation then that's great um yeah. i'm but i'm not into taking over what people are doing because like that's a part of their process right yeah, like, true. Yeah, if yeah. they're working through how are they going to get better if i just come in and like try to take it over first of all that just looks bad on me and then <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> yeah that doesn't that doesn't look good and then 
also it's just like yeah it kind of robs that person of that development you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like i just like to allow people to, to do what they're doing and um yeah just let them let them yeah let them be them you know yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> that's powerful oh sorry yeah to answer sorry your question did i answer your question you said you had a desire to lead and yes. you just i just assumed that was that oh, was the yeah yeah the yeah it, no it's definitely just, like i guess because the thing that kind of sparked my mind was um just kind of like my upbringing right. like, i grew up hearing like things and i've always been kind of like a creative person like without telling anybody so okay. I, i'm very quiet so <laughs> there, there's a lot going on inside but like i don't really talk about it or you know let it out so it's like For i've sure. always been retaining a lot of you know music and mm. things like that and been doing stuff on my own um like producing and stuff like that i've been a part of orchestras you know in playing violin playing timpani um you know playing percussion other percussion instruments and stuff like that so like yeah. i know how to like i i have an understanding of like the different roles and kind of like how they interact yep. so all those kind of things led into i guess me like you know dabbling in producing and and getting into you know MDing and stuff like that like all those things kind of like led me in that direction and it was like right. okay if I, if I get an sense. opportunity with someone i'll take it um where like i was too shy to before but once i built up enough you know courage it's like yeah, yeah. okay like i could do this gotcha. um and what's funny is that back to i guess like being called to do something or whatever yeah. or having that in you um you'll find that those things kind of start to happen by themselves like with the project sound <laughs> thing like i didn't yeah. come in to to lead or anything like that like i came right. in to just play bass like yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. and shout out to karen figuero who put on uh project sound back in the day yeah, yeah. um like you know she i think she called me or somebody called me randomly and was like yeah there's this wednesday night thing and i was like oh okay and like you know me and jason were boys at the time so he was <laughs> like yeah like let's do it i was like okay so I just went and just did this gig and it was fun. Like it was fun. It was free. Like me and Jason yeah. and who was playing? I think it was Max, uh, Max Roach. Yeah. Max I think Roach. it was Max Roach. Oh, okay. Max Roach was playing and Ricky Lewis played at, at one point as well. So it's like, you know, um, it was just a time. Like we could just kind of do whatever we want. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Jason is like amazing for that and like the combination of like myself and Jason kind of like just going places and whatever like I find like wherever I go he just follows wherever he goes I follow so we kind of yeah, just yeah. you know what I'm saying we kind of yeah, just go down that well together yeah <laughs> it, it's it, it's honestly no it's something special that I've actually grown to like really appreciate and, and love and um yeah so it's like getting in that in that situation then kind of things just kind of coming to me to make decisions type of thing you know what i'm saying yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. oh okay it's like yeah okay let's do this and like <laughs> right. it works out well it's like oh okay like maybe i got something here you know <laughs> what i'm saying so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> man um shifting gears a little from that but i guess continuing on in this development and your progression yes. as a musician from bassist producer uh all that other stuff moving to md um and then hitting tour life what was that mm. what's that transition been like and do you love it or wow. hate it? i i really enjoyed touring okay um i really enjoy touring i the positive things that i really enjoy is just uh 
I guess working with the artists, putting a package together. You know, we yeah. rehearse, we put a set together. Yep. Um, yeah. And then just traveling different places and executing it. Um, right. I make a lot of references with my kids to like me playing football back in the day when I was younger. And like that had such an impact on me because it's just like, yeah, you practice yep. and then you go to the game and you know what I'm saying you execute what you practice, right? Like that's yeah. kind of like the thing, right? And then growing yeah. up in growing up in church, we practiced and then we went and we sang or we played, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so it's like I really enjoy putting something together. Uh even if I'm not MD, like I just enjoy being a part of the whole thing cuz like I mm-hmm. see all the pieces. Um mm-hmm. and yeah. and as I got into uh more higher profile gigs i started to kind of understand more and more it's like oh okay oh that's why this is important and this piece and you know you start to see all the little pieces that you don't get to see you know because of budget constraints and things like that with artists that you know aren't able to yeah but um but yeah like it's it's really amazing like it's it's crazy like i guess it's a fast forward (laughs) more recently we played coachella Oh, that's wow, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which is like a, a huge milestone. Like I was like, Congrats I remember one year I was watching Coachella and I saw a couple of people like that I knew play and I was just like, man, like I wonder if I'm ever if, if I'm ever going to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I did it last year. Sorry, this year. Nice. Um, and yeah, it was like the one thing that it was so kind of surreal to me was that I was like, wow, like we're the professionals. Right. right. <laughs> like right. when I was young, I was like, I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah, you, yeah, like yeah. you want you, uh, you aspire to be on a certain level and things like that. And it's like, yeah, that's right. what a professional is. And, you right. know, and being on that kind of stage and being able to uh, accomplish like uh, a production of that magnitude. Right. And then yeah. and then I was just like, oh, my gosh, like. I'm a professional, this like, I'm, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but it's like, no, like I'm an actual professional. Yeah, like yeah. the, like we, um, everybody collectively, we came together out of a pandemic after doing nothing. Cause I didn't do anything during, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't play at all. Like, oh, man, I don't crazy. care what anybody, how anyone feels about that. I didn't play right. nothing. I was more engineering yeah. than anything. Okay. Um, and okay. yeah, like, came out of you know the ashes like i don't know if you uh yeah. transformers uh yeah. when when optimus prime came back <laughs> and then all the all the autobots are like oh like oh optimus prime's calling all right we can like you know we can yeah, yeah, we can yeah. show ourselves it's again time. right it was like yeah it was like that kind of thing where it was like wow like we came out of nothing you know uh rehearsed yeah it was like wow like this feels amazing uh went to la did more rehearsals got to see more of the production and yeah. and then get to the final uh to the show now uh it's over two weekends uh and it was just like everything that we practiced yep. we came out and we and we did it and we right. smashed it and i'm a big per like i'm a big uh i i really analyze myself and my own playing and stuff like that so it's like yeah, uh I'm like, yeah, like I did everything I wanted to do. 
yeah, and that's huge for me proud. like i was so excited i was just like yes like you know what i'm saying like brave, i didn't yeah. you know make any any dumb no there's there's Close one execution. there's there's one suspect note i played one but note. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it too i guarantee he knows oh, yeah. exactly when i remember yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i remember yeah. that it was hilarious but honestly oh, like it was just amazing i was like yo we came out of this you know out of doing nothing and yeah. came and did one of the biggest shows that right. you know we've ever That's done huge. and it's like you know we're we are professionals this is crazy like you know what i'm saying yeah, if anyone's yeah. looking for professionals it's like you know no, you, you can me. count us amongst, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can count us <laughs> count us amongst the professionals you know what I'm yeah saying? yeah that's, um, a that's beautiful thing, yeah, yeah 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 like oh it's crazy it's like the progression like this is a part of your journey and you're constantly reaching new levels probably mm-hmm. levels that you might have not have even considered seeing yourself in um at some point pr- previously and it's kind of cool how you said that it's almost like like how you would be watching those professionals or those guys and gals on that stage mm-hmm. at some yeah. point before yeah. and now that's you and I've, it, yep. it made me think about the responsibility that comes with now being that guy that people are looking up to yes. like the next generation to, yeah. Yes. how do you how what are your thoughts on that and how do you handle that how do you prepare yourself for wow that's this? a that's a that's an amazing question um <laughs> i at some point maybe four years ago i really started actively like kind of realizing kind of where i was and mm-hmm. you know and just kind of being like yeah there's others that are coming up Right. There's other younger musicians that are coming up and I didn't have much guidance. I didn't have really anybody that was doing it full time and like all those kind of things. Like I didn't. So there wasn't anyone I could like bounce things off of or talk to and reach out to. Right. So Mm -hmm. um, I was like, yeah, like I'm going to be that person. Like I just made it a point. I was actually talking to was I was talking to Otis, actually, Otis Williams. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yo, we're the ones now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I made it a point to really, um, to really reach out and it was easy for me because I just thought about when I was coming up, like, yeah, like I would have loved to bounce ideas or to get some kind of guidance. Like the people that we, that I had to kind of bounce stuff off of were all like you know around my age like people yeah, like yeah, Larnell Lewis like yeah. Larnell's one year older than me Sam right. Williams is another close friend he's uh two years older than me so it's like that's as high as it goes two years older than me yeah, like yeah, we're pretty yeah. much the same age you know what I'm saying right, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I, and and everybody else is like the same like Otis is a couple years younger than me you know Ricky is is one year younger than me so like we're all around the, the same, same age yeah, you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, so crazy. yeah so it's like i'm like i'm gonna be that guy Pink you know what i'm saying it, i'm gonna yeah. make myself available and so we actually i uh i believe uh Dwayne wade the bass player and um sam williams i believe i believe it was them too it might have been someone else uh put on a christmas like musicians gathering thing mm-hmm. and a lot of people were there. Uh, it, was, it was, you know, a lot of the gospel musicians were there and stuff like that. And yeah, we had yeah. some of the younger players and, you know, some of the older, older heads that were there. And at the end of the night, you know, we all kind of had a mic and we were kind of like talking. And I got on the mic and I was just like, look, like if you see someone here, right, that 
is where you are aspiring to be or something like that it's like feel free to reach out to us you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah, feel yeah. free to reach out i'm like i personally am here to help you know what i'm saying progress yeah, yeah, like yeah. we need it, it only helps like i'm not i'm not here to take all the gigs and hold everything i'm not a gatekeeper you yeah, know what i'm saying right. like yeah that's, that's not what i'm here to man. do you know what i'm saying um so it's like i i kind of put that out there and yeah like a few musicians reached out and then just uh, over time like if i see a if i see a musician like on instagram they're from toronto or whatever like i'll hit yeah. them up i'll be like oh hey what's up you know what i'm saying um that's big yeah i just feel like i feel like that's important just for the culture and for toronto and things like that because like i don't want to go to a show and it sounds terrible because someone didn't get you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying insight. it's like no for sure i, no, I want to go to a show and yeah. it'd be amazing like i don't care if i'm a part of it or not right you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah. that has nothing to do with it for me um it's really about just yeah like there's a standard there's there's what i want to go out and hear and it's yeah. like if i'm hearing that it's amazing like i right. just applaud you like great job right. like, that's amazing how would you do that or you know what i'm saying like we yeah. can yeah absolutely. we can talk like we exchange ideas or whatever right so yeah that's that's, that's huge, very man. thanks um, for sharing that I, yeah <laughs> no problem and uh, just to tie in as i guess what we get you out of here but um for the young kids that might be even be listening right now that are playing an instrument and kind of maybe thinking about, you know, becoming a musical director, but what are some of the major traits or skills that you think a musical director should have? Oh, if you could just give me three, I, I know there's probably a, a bunch, but a you just give us a couple, you know? Wow. Um, I guess, I guess probably the most, or the first thing that I can think of is just being, having personable skills. Like you have to be able to communicate with people. Yeah. Like that's the most important thing. You can't be and like different types of people too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Because you're gonna have to deal with musicians. You're gonna have to deal with singers, uh, yeah. dancers, uh, right. tech uh, technicians of all yeah. kinds. Yeah. You know all what I'm saying? Personalities. <laughs> all yeah, and yeah, everybody has different personalities. <laughs> like you have right. to be able to be personable and and have conversations with these people and you know even if it's like you know even if they're not coming from where you're coming from and whatever yeah. or yep. have yep. the same sense of humor and things like that it's like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah like you got to just be able to do that you have to be able to work well with people that's gotcha. the that's that's you know you Most have important. to do it and and, and honestly like to bring him up again uh you know matthew burnett like he that's the one thing I admire about him. Like I, I've, I've sat with him while he's like talked with people, right. and I'm like, wow, this guy's really good at this. Eh? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like that's that's what's supposed to happen. You know what I'm right. saying? You're supposed to talk yeah. with people. They're supposed to feel, you know, we're supposed to. It's supposed to be a mutual thing. Like we feel good that we're in this conversation, and right. yeah. even if it's something that's like you know important or you know immediate urgent or whatever it's like there's a way to kind of like you know communicate and get Absolutely. those things across yeah so that's like that's that's Ooh. number one um that's number and two. like i guess you get number two you gotta, uh, you gotta <laughs> lead by example okay mm. yep okay yeah you gotta lead by example you know that's yeah, <laughs> yeah i guess that's like big. leadership that's one of the leadership skills type of thing right yeah um yeah, yeah like you gotta lead by example like nobody nobody's gonna want to buy in if you're just like if you say like do this and you just you know oh be on time and then you're never on time or yeah, like right, you know what yeah, i'm saying exactly. like uh, you know people are gonna get tired of you and just be like oh okay like i don't really 
you know, I'm not really buying into this situation, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it sounds yeah, so straightforward, it, but that's that's big. Some people, yeah, some yeah, people might have to rewind that. Because <laughs> I thought, because I was the leader, they got to show up on time. I'll roll in because I got stuff to do. No, no, right. no, sir. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 ma'am. All right, man. Sorry. What's number three? <laughs> Last one. Uh, number three. Wow. No, no, no. Oh man. Number three. Uh, oh, those are those are know, like th- the big two. Is that it? Right I think there? those are the big two. To yeah, be honest, yeah, I can't. I can't even think of another one. Like, if you don't have those ones, then it's kind of it's just all gonna fall apart because right. you know those two things are gonna allow people to really buy into what you're trying to get across, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you're kind of like that that middle person between the artists and the band yeah, and right. the text and stuff like that. Cause even, um, communicating like the artist might want something, but might not may or might, depending on their knowledge and, you know, uh, they might not be able to communicate, That's but true. it's like, if you, if you have that communication with that artist, now you can right. kind of like, you know, Translate. get the band on board. You can yeah, get the text yeah, yeah. on board. You can get everybody on board or right. onto whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, if you're not that, if you don't have that, those personal skills <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're gonna yeah, you're gonna yeah, piss sink. a lot of people off and right. you know and you don't need much to piss the tech off i'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't need much oh, and honestly man. i grew to understand that as i started you know doing more you know audio engineering and stuff right, like that right, in a live right. context and studio and stuff like especially specifically a live context right i really right. started to understand kind of you know the where people's heads are and kind of why things bother certain people and things like that you know yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah that's uh, great answers that's great, great answers. stuff man thank you and if i mean if anybody needs more than those two i could just tell them to i mean it goes back to what you said follow your example because the number three might be just the preparedness so there's a lot of things it, that you bring to the table that you probably don't even i mean you know that you but you won't even you're not the type that's going to have to say it out loud. So it might take someone <laughs> right. like me to yeah, yeah, yeah. point all these things out in you. But man, I really appreciate the things that you're doing for the city, for the Definitely. country, Thank for you. musicians. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're a great example. Like I said, um, always smiling and listen, when you do that, uh, <laughs> when you do that, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound so weird to say it. I was like, why, are, why am I going down this road? But when you do, <laughs> like, you, you do this thing when you're playing, when you put your top lip over your bottom lip, watch out because you're about to open up Uh-oh. and play something. <laughs> There's always that one thing someone does that yeah, you know like, they're going to a special happens, place. You're going to a place called the Groove Zone or whatever right, you right. want to call okay. it, man. Okay. Like, <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that now. Watch. Oh, now that you no, picked up. You know, you know what I'm talking That's about, funny. man. <laughs> It's funny because like I don't like obviously like as musicians we don't think about you know we don't associate doing things with our facial expressions yeah, but yeah, 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 no yeah. I believe you though I believe you one hundred percent yeah like, <laughs> um, it's, it's oh definitely my god that's thing, amazing yeah. before we let you go can you shout out your socials or website or whatever to let people uh, find you and and uh, follow along follow on your story journey. uh yes uh my social I guess Instagram uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, that's kind of old now, but yeah. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, uh, on Clark, you know, you can find me on there, uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, tag name is Juju Wee. Um, but also you can just search on Clark. Although I did nope. see another on somewhere in like, uh, someone that was Asian 
oh, maybe Japan or something like that. But that's not their actual name. They just use Joya, and that's very interesting. Oh, you did some But yeah, uh, Juju nice. Wee on uh, Instagram. Um, and yeah, I don't really have anything else to be honest. Those so are, those do, are the, yeah. if you want so if you want to contact me, hit me up on Instagram. That's that's the yeah that that's where you're yeah. gonna find me and you know we'll we can talk you know what i'm saying yeah, i'm always open to conversation Thank that's you, awesome man. we Thank really really this appreciate this and you taking the time tonight to talk to us man stay safe and we hope to hear from you again soon amazing thank you yes sir As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.